Hooligans, welcome back to our podcast. I'm Elliot. And I'm Nat. And, and this, this is Hooliganry. So today's topic is astrology. Yes. And I think we should just start this whole thing off by saying that we are by no means astrologers. Astrologists? Astrologi? Astrologer people. <laughs> so that... <laughs> We did do some research, but... Like, uh, very surface research. Very surface. And we just think it's fun, because astrology is cool. Yeah. Like, why do people believe in astrology? Mm. I mean, it's, like, to me, astrology is more of a spirituality than a science, you know? Yeah. For sure. Because it is a pseudoscience, but also, it also is kind of, like, more legit if you, like, have faith in it. No, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Well, I read that, um, people tend to turn to astrology when they're stressed, Mm, I read that too, actually. Or when they're, like, in times of, like, deep stress or yeah, whatever, they're freaking out. Mm-hmm. And they also say that millennials have been the most stressed generation. Whoa. That's like, crazy. Up to date. Who said gen- that? Millennials and gen- Gen Zs. Mm. And that's why we're diving back into Zodiac signs right. now. Because there's, like, a gap, right? So, like, in the 60s-ish, they were, like all about the zodiac sign and then it kind of died out and then there's like another peak right now and it's because we're stressed (laughs) i mean it's because of the internet well it also said that the stress especially went up in 2016 because people started to be stressed about politics yeah on yeah i was thinking that because that's when trump got all like yeah (laughs) damn and we're like what does anything mean yeah i mean yeah because i also read that like people um believe in it more when they want to make a big decision uh-huh. and, like, turn to that for guidance. Uh-huh. And also, not just now, but, like, as a whole, when it was invented. It right. was for, like, insight on, I guess, human nature and, and, like, the meaning of the world and life and things. Yeah, to quote whatever site I was reading, <laughs> it's a tool to find meaning. Mm, that it is. Mm-hmm. Also, can I just say, yeah. orchestration of the cosmic dance. Ooh. <laughs> I love that. It's so beautiful. Isn't it just so poetic? It really is. It's the orchestration of the cosmic dance. Like, who wrote that? <laughs> beautiful. A Grammy for that. For real. <laughs> that is all. We may continue. Um, yeah, because, okay, so in the the olden days, mm. but like in ancient civilization, uh, actually it started with the Babylonians. The Babylonians. Really, a cool people. A cool people? Yeah, people say that. Like a group field is just like a cool people. No, I've heard that, and it sounds oh. so weird. I still hate it, but I figured I'd try it out. <laughs> okay, so no one ever say that. Okay, so a cool people. Yeah, they, like, already believed in gods and, like, mythical creatures and stuff. And yeah. Yeah, so it was a whole thing called stargazing. Like, we yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so they were stargazing. Weird. And they're like, whoa, look at all these stars and how it looks like this figure or mm-hmm. whatever. So that's why all of the signs have, a like, an image that's basically, like, a... A myth. The constellations? Because the yeah. constellation of it, to them, looked like that animal or that... Okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's, like, the OG astrology, but then it emerged in, like, other parts of the world. Right, right, Like, right, China right. and India. And they had all their own systems, so there's different types of astrology. Mm-hmm. We go by the Hellenistic one, mm. but then there's also, like... I don't know the names of it, but I know there's a... A Hindu one that's even more, like, crazy in depth. Like, it goes in your future and everything. Oh, my God. Yeah. I just think it's crazy how when you were talking about, like, the first stargazers, Mm -hmm. I read somewhere that the first stargazers noticed that, like, certain people born under the same constellation 
had similar characteristics. So, like, how long like, do you have to long? be sitting there? Uh, yeah, exactly. To be like... <laughs> <laughs> mm, okay, so then there was a shift. Oh, right? oh, yeah. that yeah. was a huge thing, because they used to think everything turned around the Earth, right? Yes. But then when they discovered that everything turns around the sun... Yes. Then a lot of... That's kind of when astrology kind of turned into astronomy. Yeah. Because then they studied the cosmos and not all this, like, made-up stuff, kind of. Yeah. So that's when people kind of stopped believing it, and it became more traditional to the countries that, like, kind of started it. Mm, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, and then back in the day, like, the, the elders would teach the other generations about astrology and stuff. Like, that's, mm-hmm. it was, like, passed down by word of mouth. Yeah. But then when they, when, like, math got <laughs> crazier and science and, like, they started discovering shit, they kind of stopped believing the old people. And then there was a whole, like science versus beliefs thing yeah religion whatever that is ongoing but forever going yeah the only thing i wrote down for like history was that it comes from astro which means stars and logos which means language so Mm -hmm. it's the language of the stars cute crazy how literal language is sometimes i know what does this mean and in in a different like in latin or whatever it's like it literally means this and this yeah In this day, like, in modern times, if you are gonna, like, get someone to read your chart or whatever or tell you about your astrology, you need to go to an astrologist. Like, yeah. they study that shit. They know how to interpret it. I think they're called occult therapists. Whoa, that's <laughs> so cool. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, that's straight up what it is. <laughs> well, I know there's something called that because I wrote down a really cool quote from this British occult therapist mm-hmm. that a horoscope is to an occult therapist what an x-ray photograph is to a doctor. Whoa. Yeah. What, that's such a cool analogy. Right? Well, yeah, so the birth chart, we should probably explain what that is. Oh, right. Here we are. Now that we brought it up. Okay, so basically I, yeah. your birth chart is a chart of all of the planets. It's a circle. A circle oh, sure, could be a chart. <laughs> I was thinking of tableau. A circular chart, if you will. That, like, indicates where all the planets and the stars and everything were aligned when you were born. And all of those factors make up your personality at the the exact time you were born and, like, in the exact spot that you were born all plays a factor into who you are. And they do that because (laughs) they believe the signs and planets all have different characteristics. So when everything kind of plays around together... Yeah, exactly. So that's why, like... But that's why, like, people can... Okay, for example, if you ask me, like, what's my sign? I'd be, like, a Virgo. Mm -hmm. People would be like, but you don't act like a Virgo. Well, it's because Virgo is my sun sign... And then all of the other planets have different signs which make up, like, the details Mm -hmm. of my personality. Like, on the surface, I'm a Virgo. But then underneath, like, my rising sign. Mm -hmm. Or, like, your moon sign, freaking Venus. Like, it's a whole Those are considered the big three. Sun, moon, and rising. Okay, let's see what all the planets mean. So your sun is who you are, period. (laughs) It's your basic nature. Right, nature, that's yeah. an important word. Yeah, right? it's like the tip of the iceberg. Mm, yeah. Their personality traits that you have that you carry with you throughout all of the other planets. Pro, pro. So then your rising, or your ascendant sign, is known as like the a mask of the persona. So it's like who you are inside, the impression you make at first glance. That's why first impressions are often wrong. Exactly, because they're guessing your ascendant sign, mm-hmm. not your sun sign. Because, like, my well, yeah. ascending is Aquarius. Mm-hmm. So I seem like an Aquarius Fun. to everybody. 
The moon is like your emotional nature. Yeah. So it's like your intimate side. Mm. It's the side of yourself that you only show to like a few people that you really trust. What's your moon? I'm a oh, Scorpio. Scorpio. Me too. <laughs> yeah. So then after the moon, so there's like Mercury, which is like your communication with people. Mm-hmm. And then there's Venus, which is your relationships and love. I'm a Leo and that pff, checks out. Apparently if you're like a Leo or a Venus in Leo... It means that you're, like, a very demanding love interest or partner or whatever. Like, you need a lot of attention. Uh, my Venus in Gemini. Oh, mm. that's so cute. <laughs> Why is that cute? <laughs> your Venus in Gemini? Yeah. It's like, you're playful and, like, yeah. friendly. <laughs> it's got, like, two sides because the Gemini is the twins. So it's, like, yeah. one side you're, like, fun, nonchalant, like, whatever. But then the other's super, like, deep and, like, I want to, like, pick people's brains and <laughs> shit. I love that. That is so cute. And then we got... Mars. Mars represents the driving force behind desire. Yeah. Is that crazy? Man, it's so poetic. And my yeah. keywords were aggression, passion, yeah. sex. Damn. <laughs> Anyways, I'm a Leo in that too. <laughs> For anyone who doesn't understand what that means, Leos are very strong, confident... Like flamboyant, uh, flamboyant, demanding. <laughs> Love yeah. an audience. It's a fire sign, and baby, she fire. Oh, yeah, and then Jupiter is, like, growth and understanding. Some keywords I got were ethical guidance. Oh, ethical I guidance. Mean, yeah, it goes, like, with what you said. But. Yeah. Saturn, it's, like, structure, discipline, and responsibility. Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Wait, what now? Uranus. Colin. Uranus? Uranus. Uranus. Is change and uh, reformation. Hmm. Uh, Neptune is dreams and imagination. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Also, Neptune and Pluto are generational planets. One of them comes out every seven years. And Pluto is power and transformation. And I also read that Pluto is like how you deal with death and rebirth. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I don't know the years exactly, but okay. I just know they both take, like, years to change signs. So, it's if you're born from, like, whatever, a certain year to another, then it would be the same sign mm. for everyone in that generation. So, if someone's born in 98, then they'd have the same Neptune and Pluto. Neptune and Capricorn and Pluto and Sagittarius. Yeah. Gang! Whoa! Okay, so, the age of Aquarius, astrologers say, which is supposed to be right now, Right. Say, is the time where humans take control of the Earth. Isn't that crazy? Well, we kind of are if you think about it. The Earth and its own destiny. Stop. And, byproduct, the destiny of humanity. Bro. Bro. Being the revelation of truth, okay, and the expansion of consciousness. Okay, remember the movie 2012 and how everyone thought the world would end in 2012? Yeah. It's because apparently it was like a new age of maybe Pluto. It wasn't actually the world's ending. It's just, it's ending as we know it. Because the Mayans predicted that, right? Right. So it would make sense that it's just based on the stars and, like, how they think it's just because totally. the planet's gonna come in this new sign. So, yeah, that was totally misinterpreted <gasps> by everyone. Also, all the planets represent certain gods, which is kind of cute. Cute. <laughs> it's kind of cute. Jupiter is, like, represents the city of Babylon. Like, the, it's kind of just their, like, national flag. <laughs> But then Venus is the god of beauty and fertility and stuff. Yeah. You know? Saturn um, represents hunting and healing. Oh. Uh, Mercury is for wisdom. <gasps> That's mine! Nice. That's my Ooh. ruling house of the, my sign. 
Oh, uh, that makes sense with Virgo, yeah. Mine's the moon, which right. makes sense with Cancer. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mars rules the underworld. Oh, that's sick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so <Awesome>. jealous. <laughs> What's the sign of Mars? Is it Pisces? I think Mars is Scorpio. Passionate, intense, magnetic. Yeah. Okay, I have a really brief thing about the nodes. The south node is what you need to learn to let go of. means that it was probably something you valued in a past life. This gets really, like, karmic and Buddhist, but... And then there's the ascending or north node, (laughs) which is what is manifesting in this lifetime. Oh, shit, eh? Um, so then we got 12 houses. See, now you just have this whole pool of character traits. You know? Right. Planets and signs, and you're like, okay, what do I do with this? Right. But then in the houses, you can see what aspect of life they relate to. So the first house... Plus your ascending sign. Yes. Um, the second one rules money and freedom. Oh. And then house three is your local community, so friends and family, neighborhoods and stuff. Mm. House four is your... Immediate family. House five is, uh, your children, love and your talents. Six is health and routine. Seven is partnerships, so, like, business, marriage, customers, lawyers, like, yeah. How you work as a duo. With just anyone. Yeah. Sick. Mm -hmm. House eight is the way you challenge yourself. Whoa. Yeah, or maybe, like, things to work House nine is for philosophy, foreign things, and travel. Cool. Mm-hmm. House ten is about career and your contribution to society. Eleventh uh, house is future wishes and networking. And then the last one is kind of behind the scenes and like your hidden dreams. That's how like everyone's chart is so specific to them. Is because all these traits are in different. Make up one person. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So it's like how you would react based on your sign, based on the situation. Yeah. In that situ- in that sign, in Everything that situation. Everything is just based on each other. There's also shapes between all the planets. I won't get into that, all the shapes, but there's like trine, which is triangle, square, opposition. If there's two planets that have like a shape thing about it, then those either work together or are in opposition with each other. So it's an even more precise <laughs> reading is with these shapes. It's like, oh, maybe you have your whatever Venus in Gemini, but then there's also this... Thing with the moon going on here that that fucks it all up like you know yeah that's why i hate when people are like oh astrology is not real you don't you even know like me? the whole you just know the tip of the iceberg yeah you're only basing yourself off of the sun sign mm-hmm. that's just your basic personality even if you don't believe in it like it's still fun i mean to us i guess <laughs> like just... at least look into it enough to then say no i don't believe in it it's almost like yeah hating someone when you met them once yeah if there's one thing I want everybody to take away from this podcast is to be more open-minded. That's our slogan. That should be our slogan. There's compatibility. Oh, yeah. Well, each sign, right, has is related to an element. Oh, true. Yeah. Water signs are Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. Mm-hmm. And then er- fire signs are Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius. Mm-hmm. And then air signs are Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius. And Earth signs are Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn. And then all it says about compatibility. And they all have their own characteristics. So, like, water signs are emotional and ultra-sensitive. Let me know if this checks out for you. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Highly intuitive and mysterious. Love profound conversations and intimacy. And rarely do anything openly and always there to support loved ones. Yeah. And then fire signs are more passionate and dynamic and temperamental. Gets angry quickly but forgives easily. Is an adventurer with immense energy, intelligent, self-aware, creative, idealistic, and always ready for action. 
And then air signs are rational, social, love communication, and relationships with other people. Thinkers, friendly, intellectual, communicative, and analytical. And then earth signs, which is me. Grounded and the ones that bring us down to earth. Conservative and realistic, but can be emotional. (laughs) Connected to our material reality and can be turned to material goods. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, those are all like general traits based on which quarter of the year you're born. So if that doesn't check out quite perfectly, it's just all of them for the same four months or three months. But like, even when I think of people that I know who are Libras, like definitely aligns with air sign traits that you just said. But yeah, so when it comes to compatibility, they say that no sign is like not compatible. Like you're all pretty much compatible with each other. Just Mm -hmm. like if you're in the same element um, i guess like it would be obviously easier. you would be more compatible because you understand like where the other person's coming from yeah exactly yeah. so like it, let's say a virgo dated a taurus because they're both earth signs it would just work better because it's in base almost yeah, yeah. you know but like then, i definitely feel more understood by people who are also water signs yeah exactly yeah. but then they also say that air signs are highly compatible with fire signs and water signs are highly compatible with earth signs. Okay, so there's some that are complementary. Yeah. Cool. Like you're a water sign and I'm an earth sign. Ooh. And that checks that's out. That's very complementary, yeah. Yeah. Like every relationship has struggles and things to work on. And yeah. Like if you're not compatible in your in astrology, it doesn't mean it's pointing out the things that you might need more work on. Yeah. So let's say like a water sign is dating a fire sign. It's going to yeah. be a tougher relationship. Like, you're going to have to work at it more than if a Virgo dated a Taurus. Yeah. Because they're already, like, on the same wavelength. It's all about wavelengths. It is. Vibes. Vibes, Drink bro. every time we say vibes. <laughs> yeah. Date who you want to date. And don't let compatibilities test ruin what you think about this person you're dating because that's a rabbit hole. I feel like it's better if you're going to search compatibility or even Google someone's sign and, like, this their whole chart. I mean... That's what I'm saying, though. It's creepy if you do it to someone you don't know that well. Right. Just because you want to, like, know more about them. Right, right, it's right, It's like, right, right. you're not giving them the chance to just... Let them show you who they are first. It's almost like a an invasion of privacy. Because oh. you don't know how they want you to see you either. What if they don't want you to know your friggin' Venus sign? <laughs> or your Lilith It's too sign. exposing. Yeah, your black Lilith. <laughs> learn about yourself and learn about others, but With not... consent. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So, on that note, thanks for listening to our podcast on astrology. Um, I hope you guys look into it if you're interested, because it's cool. Heck yeah. And everybody, stay glad. Stay glad. Our ice cream's got to be here by now. Oh my god, I forgot about it, bro. It's outside melting. <laughs> Go get it.